Hi there, and welcome to A Conversation with Tanya. I'm Tanya Stokes, your host. This is where I come to have meaningful conversations about things that interest me and things that I know you want to chat about. So today's guest is Tara Berry from uh, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. But I just, I want to jump right into it, um, Tara. Uh, Is it Tyra or Tara? It's Tyra. Tyra. Okay. Now, you know, when I talk to Kiana, she says Tara. (laughs) Yes. All my friends call me Tara. My family calls me Tara, but it's Tyra. Awesome. Now, before we go any further, I want to congratulate you on your new salon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was on your page and I was like, okay, you better do it. It's pretty too. It's big. Yeah, it is. So it is 896 square feet. Oh, wow. How many staffers do you have? Right now, it's just me. Um, once state board opens up, I have a, um, she's a licensed skin therapist, mm-hmm. um, but she was licensed in New York first. So she'll be coming in to get licensed in South Carolina. And she's actually going to be doing full body treatment. So waxing and also full body scrubs. Awesome. And where did you get the beauty lounge from, the name? Where did that? It's really funny. I had this name for about three years. Wow. And I was still working in corporate. And I was, um, it was jotted down in my little journal. And I woke up one morning, it was like really early one morning, and I knew like the dreams and aspirations that I wanted to do was um, own a salon one day. However, I was like, I won't be able to do that. It's too much work. I don't know how to, I don't even know how to start. And then I was just like, well, what kind of names could I think about? Like what, what tells about me? And I always like things that are beautiful, pretty. Um, I like, I just like beautiful things. And so I was like the beauty bar. So that was the first name. And then I looked it up to see if it was taken it was taken so I was like lounge and I was like wow lounge so you can come and get beautiful while you're lounging oh nice. so that's how it came up with nice beauty lounge. Yeah. and everybody's using bar you know what I mean the color bar yeah the blowout bar yeah so yeah 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 and it, and it kind of puts you in that frame of mind too when you see a lounge like okay this place must be comfortable and you did a great job it looks really really nice in there so thanks, thank you, thank you. thanks for sharing that with us on Instagram. So let's get right into it, Tara. I mean, in our industry, of course, we we pride ourselves on connection. Like we want to hug. We want to know what's going on with you and your family. And, you know, we want to sit down and have these deep, meaningful conversations with our clients. And now this coronavirus popped up. You have to suit up. You can't hug. You can't shake hands. How hard is that going to be for you going back to work? Listen, if anyone knows me, they know I'm like a touchy-feely person. So even now when I see my friends, I I have that instinct of, oh, I want to hug. And then I'm like, oh, we can't even hug anymore. So that, I think that part, it's going to be the most difficult part for me because my clients and I, we hug as soon as they come in and they hug when they leave. So I think for me, um, that emotional connection of me being a stylist is kind of like, that's going to be the hardest for me when I go back to work. Yeah. How did you feel when, when your governor said, look, 
it's time for us to open this state up because I, I realized, cause you know, I'm from Charleston. So I have a lot of friends uh-huh. and family there. So I'm talking to them. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all still going to work? And they're like, yeah, the governor hasn't shut us down yet. So you guys got shut down later in the game, but then you're opening yep. up sooner. So how does that, do you have right. any type of anxiety about it? Like, I'm just going to be really honest. I He shut us down on April 1st, and I, I closed on that day, April 1st. And I was, um, I've been in the house. The only thing I did was grocery store and maybe Lowe's. And I've been just like making sure that the salon stayed, you know, clean and sanitized and all that stuff. However, my anxiety level was not because he shut us down and we're going back early. My anxiety level is like, how are all these people going to fit in at one person at a time? Now, I'm used to servicing one person at a time because I came from a corporate salon. We did double book, but it wasn't like that that heavy. Um, and then I was in a suite where I had to take one person at a time because I didn't have the room. Mm-hmm. But now when I moved into my own salon, I, I was able to have two or three persons because I had a waiting area. Right. So it gave my clients time to connect with each other. Um, now, as far as my anxiety level and the whole coronavirus thing, I'm not concerned about it mm-hmm. because I kind of feel like this. You can't be fearful doing something that you're so passionate about. You can't allow fear that fear factor to control your everyday life. And right. if you allow that, you're just going to be like that, you know what, yeah. crazy yeah. all day, every day. Yeah, for sure. So I can't, I choose, I choose not to live in fear. Awesome. Now let's talk about the, the PPE, the, what is it? Personal protective equipment. Have you gotten a lot of stuff? Do you, you know, do you, you know what I mean? Do you have a lot of stuff in place? Because when I read the list, I was like, what y'all want us to change a smock? Not only like we don't share smocks, right? So every client, if there, if there are eight clients on the book, we have at least 12 smocks. You know what I mean? Um, but from what from what I understand, not only are we supposed to change our client's smock, we're supposed to change our smock per client as yes. well. Yes. Girl, that's a lot. I'm doing, I'm going to do three people a day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, here's the thing. So like I was already changing my client's towel and cape after each client. So that doesn't bother me. Um, the only thing that has changed for me is the, the clothes that I'm going to wear. I actually ordered, um, uh, what do you call that? Um, nursing attire. So, and it's like the antimicrobial fiber. Yep. But it's, but it's cute. It's all black and gold. So I'll still be cute. Um, and I'll do my eye makeup with my mask on. So you'll see my eyes. But I, I, when he shut us down, I started ordering PPE equipment then because I knew I was going to need a mask. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to need, um, the scrubs and I knew I was going to need more towels and cakes. So I started ordering that. Are you supplying masks for your clients as well or... In my email marketing, I let them know. Yeah, in my email marketing, I let them know they need to come with a mask because it is per state guidelines and CDC. And if they do not have one, one will be available to purchase for them. Awesome. So since we're talking about PPE, let's talk about um, 
a charge, like a surcharge for that? Are you are you charging a fee for PPE or because that's been a conversation that a lot of hairstylists have been talking about, like, should I should I charge or not? And in my I guess my opinion is at first I said, no, definitely not, because you can't charge someone um, because there is a uh, pandemic. You know what I mean? It wasn't their fault. What are your thoughts on that? Uh-huh. Well, here's my thought on that. When we go to the doctor's office, they charge her for the towel, the linen, the medication, the gloves, everything that they're suited up with, they charge us for that. So I'm like a hair doctor. You're coming to get a service from me and this stuff costs. Yes, it's, it's really sad, but if I have to provide you with the equipment because you didn't come to your salon prepared after I already stated that this these are the things that you need mm-hmm. yes there will be a PPE surcharge you know the thing is um one of the gentlemen that I spoke with said Tanya do you realize that when you fly that you 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 pay a 911 yes. surcharge and he says you know when that yes. started after 911 so you pay like and and I looked it up when we were done talking yeah, it's like five fifty one way. Um, no more than like maybe ten or eleven bucks if you if you buy a round trip ticket. But it's right there. It's a nine eleven fee, and that goes to TSA. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I will be charging a PPE <laughs> surcharge as well. Yeah. Um, it'll probably just be a few bucks. And then I saw in the news the other day, it's okay to do it, but you've got to let your clients know ahead of time. So, I mean, that was for yeah. us for restaurants. I'm not sure what what the rule is for us, but I thought that was interesting. So, um, yeah, life for us as hairstylists, um, it's going to be different. I'm not sure that I like it. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, even though I am not the most uh, affectionate person, I'm not the most affectionate person. You know what I mean? I I give my clients a hug when they need it. Um, but when you haven't seen someone in three months, you know, we've been down since yeah, March and I'm not going back till mid-June, you know, you kind of want to kind of get close and squeeze, but we're not going right. to be able to do that. No. So let me ask you this. Have you, have you been reaching out to your customers since you've been home? Did you, did you feel a pull to do that or... Not. Yes, I did. Um, And it's funny because I I already created a VIP group for my clients on Facebook to stay connected. Mm -hmm. And um, I have been using my email marketing to send the link to that group so that they can connect with me. Mm -hmm. And then when April 1st happened, it was like, I have everybody that I need to talk to right in this space so we can all still stay connected. Um, but there are certain ones that I did reach out to personally just to make sure that they were doing okay. Um, and there were some that there were some that were reaching out to me like, can you please come to my house? And I'm like, no, we can't, you know? But that's just the, the type of relationship that and the rapport that I have built with my clients. Right. And they, they really did understand where, you know, where I was coming from. So it wasn't like a, from a place of, oh, you can't just do this one time. No, when I said no, they understood. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, 
you know? Yeah. So they really understood, you know. Somebody asked me that too. Pandemic. And I was like, no, girl, you might have, um, you might be asymptomatic. <laughs> and she's married right. and she has kids. And I was like, uh-uh, no, you can't. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I, I know you have your VIP group on, um, is it Facebook? But what, uh-huh. did you feel like, did you feel like it was necessary for you to do like a weekly or a daily post on Instagram or Facebook? Like, hey guys, I'm still here. Because what I'm getting from other stylists is um, they feel this angst to just say something. Like, I feel like I have to say something because I'm watching all these influencers on Facebook, you know, some of the big hairstylists with the 65,000 followers and stuff. So they're letting that, Uh they're letting that get to them. Like, I feel like I should be doing something or saying something. Did you feel that? Not, not your VIP group, but just your public group. I was more active on Instagram. Oh, I was more active on Instagram when I was working. And when the pandemic happened, it's like, I kind of stopped all communication on Instagram. And it's like, you know what? Your vibe attracts your tribe. Right. And I can't get caught up in what everybody else is doing around me. Right. I have to do what works for me. And whoever the beauty lounge's clients are, they're going to find me. Yeah. So it's not like I'm going to continue to try to promote something or do something that I'm not. Because you have to keep that image and that rapport up. And it gets tiring trying to do that. So I just be myself so if there's something I want to say I'll post it in a group and say it um if it's a day I feel like I don't feel like talking to them I don't post at all and that's just (laughs) that's just how I've been doing it yeah I think I think a lot of times like social media is good and then it until it's not you know what I mean and with this young lady her concern was not like losing clients because she isn't active on Instagram and um I was like girl how are you? You know what I mean? And and I think the, the right. thing that a lot of us miss is if you're not okay mentally, I'm talking mentally, emotionally, if you're not okay and you're trying to post, you know, just like, hey guys, I'm here and do these TikTok videos and stuff just to show up. And then uh-huh. you get offline and you're just a mess. Like how many of these people are calling you to find out how you're doing? You know, talk, checking on the strong, right. on the strong client. I mean, the strong stylist, because let's be honest, a lot of our customers come to us for that emotional and that mental piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, they right. love the way we do their hair as well. But some of them before their butt hit the seat, it's, oh my gosh, girl, let me tell you. You know, and I'm like, everybody's afraid. Everybody's concerned. Nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. And I don't think you should waste your time worrying about what your clients are thinking when you're just a a single chick home with kids. They should be checking on you. Checking on you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But clients are very thoughtful. Clients have been sending gifts and... They've been checking, you know, checking up on a lot of stylists and, you know, my clients are really nice. A lot of them are, I I have clients that I like and I have clients that I love and the ones that I, (laughs) the ones that I love have really been showing up. Um, I, you know what I mean? I mean, but I'm from a close knit uh, family. So, and I have close friends that I could, you know, talk to 
and and be open with do you have that support where you know what I mean because sometimes in our industry it's it's hard to find somebody to talk to and be completely transparent about your feelings as far as not just being a stylist but you're a salon owner yeah so yeah you have a lot I do have friends but yeah I have friends but um they're not in the industry, so it really is a good fit mm-hmm. because they can see my problem and not give me advice based on their experience. They can look on, they're on the outside and they can give me like a real honest opinion. And then I do have industry mentors who I can kind of vet to and get, you know, business experience. So I have that personal feeling and then I have that business mind and I just kind of bring the two together and say okay let me create a solution awesome one last question and I'm gonna let you go because I don't want to hold you um so another concern is um okay so we're not working but we all have rent or mortgage in the space where we work in the space where we work not home um, right. Is there, <laughs> I'm trying to word it correctly, Tyra, Come but on, are I'm you still, <laughs> are you still paying rent? Did, did they, or, or mortgage in the building that you operate your business from, or did that stop in April? No, I still paid my lease and it was my, um, it was my option to continue to pay mm-hmm. or put it on the back end of my lease. Awesome. And I am that person that does not want to come in June 1 and have to divide May's rent yeah. up between the next six months. Yeah. You know, so I want my I want my lease to stay at where it's at because it's affordable for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to add on any more debt going into it. So it's like, if I can pay it, I'm going to pay it. And I was able to because I retailed throughout this whole pandemic. No, so awesome. I created another stream of revenue on, on that. So. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. Um, I think we, not think, but I know we were lucky because um, our guy was like, look, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, right. Tyra, this has been great. Tyra, it's been great. Thank you so much for giving me You're welcome. a little bit of your time. I kept playing around with it like... I should call her. I don't know if I should call her. Wait a minute. I don't even have her number. And I got your number from <laughs> Kiana before. And I was like, where did I put her number? <laughs> so we've definitely got to keep yes. in touch. I see on your page, you're going back to work June 1st, even though the city, your yes. um, your state opens up uh, is th- this coming Monday. So I'm going to reach out to you yes. again, maybe in the next um, couple of weeks or so, just to see how you're feeling, you know, since you're back at work. Awesome. And um, yeah, that'll be amazing. I look forward to it. Thanks again, Tyra, for joining us. You're welcome. All Have right. a great morning. You as well. Well, that's going to do it. That's a conversation with Tanya. Man, Tyra was awesome. So you see what I mean? Like, it's not hard. She was able to create another stream of revenue by selling retail. And as I said to you on yesterday, there's what you do is 
a fraction of what's inside of you. Like as a hairstylist, yeah, you're a hairstylist, but you're so many other things. Like with her, she was like, okay, she's a hairstylist, but she's also a salesperson. So she was able to sell retail. So, um, I hope some of these conversations get your wheels turning and, um, you kind of see where I'm coming from with that. Like, don't let this bury you. This pandemic is scary. Um, there are some salon owners that are like, I am going to close the doors. You know what I mean? I'm going to become a booth renter or I'm going to try another um, career choice altogether. And if that is you, congratulations. Congratulations that you have the skill set to do those things. But for those of you who don't have the skill set to do that, you know, my advice to you is to keep pushing and dig deep inside and see, you know, what else you can come up with. And don't be so afraid of going back to work. Just make sure you protect yourself where um, all your uh, personal protective equipment. Life for us as a stylist is going to be different, but uh, we're here for it. That's going to do it for me. Once again, I want to thank you guys for joining me. And I also want to thank Tyra Berry of uh, the Beauty Lounge in Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Um, If you guys are in Monk's Corner, make sure you look her up. She's on Instagram under the Beauty Lounge LLC. That's T-H-E-B-Y-T Lounge LLC on Instagram. She does great work. She's a phenomenal colorist. I brag on her color all the time. But if you go to Instagram and check out her work, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. So I hope you guys were able to grab some information from this and grow from it. Remember, if anybody brings you any crap as fertilizer and grow. (laughs) I'm Tanya Stokes. Thank you for listening to A Conversation with Tanya. Bye.